Well, good evening again. It's Wednesday night, and we're gathering together for our Wednesday night Bible study and uh, uh, prayer time. Hopefully, you have your prayer list available. Um, we want to uh, remind you that this coming Sunday, we will be in the MLC. It'll be our first uh, in in facility inside the building gathering <clears throat> since Phase One started. Um, if you missed out this past Sunday, we were outside. Uh, we weren't quite ready to um, all the technological stuff we had to have set up for last Sunday. So we gathered outside in the parking lot and uh, and worshipped together. That that was fun. It was a bit warm, but uh, it was it was a good time together. So this coming Sunday, we'll be in the MLC. We'll be doing uh, phase one. Um, um, standards um, uh, six foot distancing family groups can stay can sit together and uh, we'll spread out in the building there I think we can handle up to hundred and forty or so in the MLC and we will also be set up to uh, do remote uh, feed in the other parts of the building perhaps the fellowship hall or maybe the auditorium uh, for for uh, numbers that exceed what we can uh, have in the in the building so we're in getting in the process of getting back in the swing of things and uh, we're hoping that you're going to be able to join us tonight we're going to uh, move away from our paradoxes for a couple of weeks I'll come back to them in a couple of weeks but because of the changes and things that are that are going on and as we move into phase one I thought it would be uh, helpful hopefully to return to some of my uh, uh, messages on just a little talk with Jesus. Um, some of these have particular application to the things that we're facing these days. And so tonight we're talking about a conversation that Jesus had um, with Pontius Pilate. Most of the conversations that Jesus had that are recorded in the New Testament with, with his followers or with his disciples or with people that he met as he went along his earthly ministry moving around um, for the three years from the time that he entered public ministry till the time of his crucifixion. This particular conversation is a, is a rather strange one because it has to do with um, the time that he was on trial. I mean, Jesus was going to the cross here. And so he meets with, <clears throat> meets with Pontius Pilate, of all, of all guys, and uh, Pilate is... Uh, faced with the with the problem of what to do with Jesus. So I've entitled this little talk with Jesus in the real world. Now we hear th this all the time. You know, we, we, we study scripture, we, we study lessons, and we make application of biblical truths, and we talk about how a Christian is ought, ought, ought to live. But many, many times I hear comments, even among believers, that yeah, yeah, what you're saying is, is good, but in the real world, this is the way it really is. In the real world, um, living by Christian standards and Christian principles um, doesn't always work. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't always work, work out, those kinds of things. And so in, in the real world, uh, that kind of mindset, even among believers, assumes that what happens in our conscious real-world existence um, actually has more authority or more impact on decision-making 
and the way we live our lives than the truths of the Word of God. Um, how many times have you said, maybe sat in Sunday school, I've actually sat in Sunday school classes, and um, heard comments like, well, the Bible says this, but, and, uh, you know, God wants me to do this, but, or I, I knew that God didn't want me to do that, but. Now, all of those kinds of comments are examples of the real world. I'm, I'm using real here in quotation marks. The world we live in um, comes up against what we profess, what we, what we do, coming up against what we profess. And so this, this collision of the, the present world or, the, or, or this world and the, and, the, and, the, and the spiritual world or a kingdom world uh, collide all the time. Chuck Colson, in one of his best books that he wrote was called Kingdoms in Conflict, where the kingdoms of this world and the kingdom of God come into conflict with each other. Excellent book. It's been around for a long time. If you haven't read it, you, you, might, you might ought to read it. It's pretty thought-provoking. So here we have, uh, in John chapter 38, uh, we have, um, John chapter 18, excuse me, we have, Jesus standing before Pilate, and Pilate's trying to figure out what he's going to do with Jesus. I mean, you know, he, he he's trying very desperately to to um, get out of this deal. He 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 doesn't want to deal with it. He doesn't think really that there is any charge against him that's worthy of death. Uh, he's already in conflict with the Jewish authorities. One of the very very interesting studies is to look at the the animosity and the political pulls and tugs between the Jewish authorities and the Roman authority and Pontius Pilate. There, that is a whole different story, it's a whole different dynamic, but that's that's what's going on. But it fits into the, 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 the title of the lesson tonight is that all of this political intrigue and, and religious pressures and political pressures and all those kinds of things, those things exist and take place in the real world. And so Pilate struggles with what to do with Jesus. And he and he uh, he's actually trying to set him free, but he but he he is he is in conflict with himself. So we're in uh, John uh, chapter 18 and we're going to be looking at this series of inter interchanges. I wouldn't really call it a conversation, but I suppose it probably is a conversation uh, that Pilate is having with Jesus. When we're going to start off with uh, in chapter uh, 18, verse, beginning in verse 33. The uh, Pilate that went, went big, uh, back inside the palace, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is this your idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied, It was your own people and your chief priest who handed you over to me. What have you done? Now that's how Jesus... That's how Pilate starts out. He's, he's trying to figure out what this is all about. And, um, and, and Jesus isn't having, any, hadn't, hadn't, isn't having any of it. I mean, you know, he, you know, are you the, you know, what have you done? Who are you? What's going on here? And Jesus puts the responsibility of what he's doing there back on the chief priest and the religious leaders. I said, you know, is this your idea? Or did someone else talk to you about this? Jesus said, yes, my kingdom is not of this world. He said, are, are, basically, are you a king? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. 
but now my kingdom is from another place. So the first thing we need to understand about in the real world, we need to understand that the kingdom of God actually exists. Um, now, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom is real because he said, I have a kingdom. So the kingdom is real, but the realm that he rules in is not fully operating in the real world yet. Now I understand that we, you know, theologically the kingdom of God exists and Jesus is ruler of this world and, and, and also in heaven. But in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus instructed the disciples to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I present the question to you, is, is God's will and God's rule operating on earth right now as it does in heaven? I think you're going to answer no. So Jesus is saying to Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. So the kingdom of God is real. It exists. It, it, there, there is rule. Jesus is the ruler. But the realm isn't functioning completely yet. Now, there's going to, there's going to come a time when the rule of Jesus and the realm of Jesus will be here in this creation. But for right now, this is where we are today. For, for right now, the rule of Jesus, he has, he has all authority, but the realm of it actually, that authority actually functioning on earth as it does in heaven isn't functioning just yet. So we as Christians live in these two worlds at the same time. We live in a kingdom world and we live in a physical world the kingdoms of heaven and the kingdoms of earth. Now, the, who's the king of the kingdom of heaven? Jesus. Who's the kings of the rulers of this world? Various authorities. And so that, that's where the, the kingdoms in conflict come into um, conflict with each other. So the kingdom of, of God exists. It exists in reality. The realm, the actual functioning of the kingdom is happens in heaven, but it's not happening here right now. And so the, uh, the, we, we have to live in this world of conflicting kingdoms. So look at what else he says in verse uh, 35. My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. That from another place is very, very important. My kingdom now is from another place. He's saying that the kingdom exists in heaven and not here yet, but it is going to. Next thing we go on to, uh, Jesus continues. You are a king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, you are right in saying that I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born for this and I came into this world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. So the next reality is that the kingdom of God exists and the kingdom of God is based on truth. Now Jesus said I'm the truth, I'm the way, no one comes to God except through me. Pilate really couldn't wrap his mind around this. Okay, We as believers, we, we, we live in a world that I'm calling it the real world or the world that we consciously exist, but we have allegiance and we follow the king 
of the kingdom of God. All right, Pilate had had no understanding of this. Uh, the the we 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 understand uh, from from walking with the Spirit of God that that we have, we have a greater allegiance to the kingdom of God and King Jesus than we do to world authorities. Pilate didn't have that, and so the problem that Pilate is existing is that he he, he asked the question, "What is truth?" I mean, you know, Jesus had in his ministry said, "I'm the truth." Now they they didn't get into that conversation about Jesus being the truth. Pilate couldn't couldn't wrap wrap his mind around it, and so what he was struggling with was looking at what was taking place before his own eyes from simply the standpoint of his of, of, of what of what the world can see and and what the and, and the and the conflicts of the real world. So the problem is, is that is that he's confused and he's getting more and more afraid. He's not sure what to do, and he's listening to the noise. The kingdom of God is based on truth, and yet there's a lot of noise out there. We, we're, we're experiencing this noise right now. I am so tired of hearing everybody's expert opinion about the coronavirus. I mean, everywhere you turn is more and more data and more and more stuff, and half the time it contradicts what the, the guy before said. And, and just getting, it, it's the noise of the pandemic, and all that does, I don't know if, if, if you've experienced this, but even the news commentators are commenting on how, on how disturbing and unsettling all of this is, that people are nervous and they're having emotional struggles and relationships are being strained and all those kinds of things, and it's because the noise of all of this causes irritability, it causes instability, it causes fear. That's exactly what Pilate was listening to, he heard the noise. He heard the noise of the religious leaders. These guys were saying, if you don't do what we want to do, you're no friend of Caesar's. Okay, and, and, and there, there's a whole background story on that as, as to what that phrase did to Pilate. And, and the, the, uh, so Pilate's listening to the noise and he's desperately trying to find a way out of this mess. But the kingdom of God is based on truth. And so when, when we make decisions in how we operate, you hear us saying you hear that, that we're not going to be afraid, that, that we don't live by fear. God's got this. God's in control. So as we go through the instability of the noise of this world concerning the COVID-19 pandemic, then we have to understand, and we, and we do understand, that we, are, we have a greater focus on the truth of what God says and the truth of Jesus. And we're going to put our trust in that, and we're going to put our rest in that, so that we can function, because the kingdom exists, and kingdom rule is based on truth. Pilate goes out, tries to negotiate with uh, the the Jews again, as they're going back and forth, they want to free Barabbas. Pilate has Jesus flogged, he comes back in, and then now we're going to skip over to, to chapter 19. Jesus is still standing there. He, 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 now he's been flogged. He, he looks like 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 he, he's a mess physically. So Pilate says, "Where do you come from?" He, he, he's he's really afraid. So Pilate says, "You are a king." Then Jesus answered, you, "You're right, saying that I'm a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this reason I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who listens to me listens to the truth." What is truth? Pilate asked. With this he went out again. I find no charge against this man. The Jews insisted, we have a law, and according to that law he must die. 
because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid. He went back inside the palace. Pilate's having a real hard time with this. He's listening to the noise. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize I have the power to either set you free or crucify you? Then Jesus answers. This is a very important response. Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is greater, is guilty of a greater sin. The kingdom of God exists. The kingdom of God is based on truth. The kingdom of God is greater than any other authority. Jesus was acknowledging that Pilate had authority on this earth. God has set up, you've heard me teach on this before, God has set up systems of authority. And these systems of authority uh, are established for various purposes and uh, government is one of those systems of authority. So authority exists <clears throat> on this earth. Jesus maintains and retains all authority, however. In Matthew 28, Jesus says to his disciples, one of the last things he says to them before he ascends into heaven, all authority has been given to me. And they said, therefore, go and make disciples. Now, all authority rests in Jesus. God has given systems of authority to function in the real world, in this world uh, as, it, as it functions now. And so Pilate has some authority. He, he said, and he, and he says to Pilate, now, here is, a, here is a prisoner Jesus who has been flogged. He looks like death warmed over already. He's, he's barely recognizable as a human being. He's beat up so bad. And he looks him in the eye and he says, you would have no authority over me except it, except it wasn't given from above. What a silly statement. You know, just from the circumstances, how can a guy that's barely alive, barely standing there, being able to stand, look at Pilate and say, you wouldn't have any authority over me if it wasn't given to you from above. The lesson here is that earthly authority, authority in the real world, is limited. It exists and is limited. And so we as believers, we as Christians, we're supposed to submit and, and obey the authority systems that God has set up to the extent that they do not begin to violate the greater authority of Jesus, King Jesus and the, and the, and the will of God. This is why that... Uh, we've we've seen churches, you know, during the stay-at-home time, churches were defying the stay-at-home orders and those kinds of things, and there was a real struggle that was going on between you know what what are the limits of of civil authority, uh, and you know with these stay-at-home orders and the closing of churches and closing of businesses and everything else, what is the limit? of civil authority versus requiring churches or not allowing churches to meet. And we had some pastors and some church leaders, even even in, in our own church, were saying they can't do that, that's against the Constitution. And there's actually quite a, quite a bit of, of uh, struggle going on as to the, the, the issue of the rights of the government to limit the gathering together of churches. If you've been watching the news rather closely, actually that uh, the churches came out on top of that deal. Um, the United States Attorney General uh, during the stay-at-home order basically said that, that uh, public health proclamations do not trump 
the constitutional right of churches to function and to practice their own faith. <laughs> okay, and so you know, President Trump goes on TV saying that uh, during Phase One, it's time to let churches be declared to be essential uh, essential services and things like that. So in 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 America, Christians and the churches came out on top of the debate of whether or not the earthly authorities over a public health issue have the right to close down or pre prevent uh, churches from, from, from meeting. So earthly authority exists. We saw some of the rubbing together and the bumping up of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of man bumping up during this, this pandemic. Some of our pastors and spiritual leaders said defy the public health demands and met anyway. And those kinds of things, but the, the, the I think the, the truth is is that we are to obey civil authorities as long as they do not contradict and as long as they don't come against um, the word of God. <clears throat> and when civil authorities do come against the word of God and we do disobey, the thing that is not said very often is that as Christians, when we disobey the civil authorities, when the civil authorities are working and acting against God's word and against his, his truth, that we have to be willing to suffer civil consequences. We have to be willing to suffer the judgment and maybe even the persecution of the government for disobeying ungodly orders. But civil authority exists, but civil authority is limited. Jesus retains all authority. And when we exercise our authority under, under God, we, have, we do that in freedom and confidence. That's why that we were saying is that, okay, there is a public health uh, declaration out there that we should not gather. It is not aimed at preventing churches from meeting. It is a, it is a public health thing, and it's not a persecution of the church. Therefore, we are going to obey, and we're going to follow public health guidelines out of our free choice, out of our public interest in our free choice and the safety of our public um, and those in our in our community and our church and in our church community we are willfully going to submit to the restrictions for the duration of the of the restrictions not because we're being compelled to not because we're afraid that we're going to get cited by some citation or be arrested or those kinds of things but we're going to we're going to freely submit to it for the good and for the witness that that proclaims that was the position that we took as a church, that was the position that most churches took. There were some that didn't, and, and they'll, they'll have to figure out those things for, them, for themselves. But kingdom authority is greater than any other authority, even though we are to live and to function under uh, God-ordained authority on this earth. So the real world exists. The real world is based on truth. Uh, excuse me, the real world exists and the kingdom of God exists. The kingdom of God is based on truth and we are, when we, when we know the truth, the truth will set us free and we, and we can live by the truth. The kingdom of God retains all authority that has been disseminated to worldly authorities underneath us. So we, we live in two worlds. We live in the kingdoms of this earth and we also live in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is supreme. So as we move into phase one, continue. I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, we'll have a good time of worship together, and we will begin to move through this time of limited re reassembling and re-meeting. And, re 
and uh, hopefully we can pray that this uh, pandemic will pass on quickly and get over it and get back to a more normal way of, of uh, functioning. So good seeing you. Hope to see you again soon. Hope to see you this Sunday. Use your prayer list for your, your prayer times at home, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye.